What are we talking about with burdens and Bernstein, Bern, Berenstein <laughs> the, bear? The Bernstein burden bear. Burden bear. The, the Berenstein. Oh, you didn't say we have a special guest with Kevin with us today. We asked him to wear his Berenstein bear suit. <laughs> it's right here. My Berenstein bear suit is on in yeah. spirit. He is the burden bear. I got to say, if, if there's somebody to help carry burdens, I think I'm calling you. You're, <laughs> you seem to be like a helpful guy. I try. Mm-hmm. What's been your takeaway so far in the series at Element? Grace. And I don't just mean that blanketly, um, but just how true it needs to be in our lives that we don't live by law, but we live by grace. I'm not striving um, out of my own energy, um, but it's the the acceptance of grace and then that spirit's power in me that transforms me. Um, and then I do put effort along with that, but it's not the effort and that balance of resting in grace. I had to preach the gospel to myself the other day. I responded really poorly to something and I walked away just feeling horrible on the backside. And as I was driving away in my car, I just started thinking, man, just so terrible. And I just started going, you know what? It's grace. Mm -hmm. And my identity does not rest in that interaction. Mm -hmm. My identity rests in what God has said. And therefore I can, I can apologize. Mm -hmm. I can, I don't have to hold a grudge from this thing, I can move forward because God has said who I am. Hey, this podcast starting off better than the last one. <laughs> Night and day difference. So sorry for last week, guys, but we're not redoing it. So, well, we, we have the burden bear here with us. <laughs> Burdenstein bear. Okay, so so today in Galatians, we are moving forward with. Again, all the pieces that Paul has built up for all of these weeks and understanding grace and the gospel, you know, and then he moves into the practicalness of figuring out the messiness that we have in our churches, the messes that we make. And that that goes from the reminders of the freedom we have to the encouragement to love one another, to the fruit of the spirit versus the works of the flesh, because the works of the flesh divide and the fruit of the spirit bring us together. And today, Paul moves into really the idea of bearing one another's burdens. And this week in, in talking about that, he will move into four different things. And they are reminders as well, right? It's, it's that we're a family. You know, he says brothers, but that word brothers means brothers or sisters. And he moves into how a church practices what we would call biblical accountability, even though many times a lot of churches get the word accountability misunderstood, where accountability isn't being police officers or tearing each other down. Accountability really goes to the third thing in this is that it's about restoration. It's about bringing people back. It's about a proper focus on what the gospel is and accountability doesn't isn't a negative it can be a really healthy positive when it's done in a way that goes towards that and then in the end that helps us in one another's lives to reason out burdens and loads and you know burdens and loads burdens are something that that's really heavy that would crush us if we carried it alone and a load is something that god allows into our lives for us to learn how to carry and if we're always trying to leave relieve one another's loads, we're not going to grow how we're supposed to. But if we never help relieve one another's burdens, people get crushed. And so there's a way that the church comes in as a body and begins to figure out and reason between burdens and loads so we can work together so the gospel goes forward and we are built up 
because all the gifts that we have been given, all the ways that God has blessed, blessed us is meant to go back out of us into other people's lives. The blessings we've only been blessed in order to bless others. How do you, so how do you guys distinguish between the load and the burden? For somebody, and I and I have somebody in mind. You want to run it by us and let us let us determine. I'll tell you if it's yeah. a load of something. Well, it's it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Jim and Denise Bray have been on my mind. Uh, uh, I went yeah. and saw Denise last week and <laughs> talked to Jim a little bit last week. In the new week. place, yeah, in the okay. new place. Okay, they are struggling right now. So uh, Denise is um, has suffered uh, from a few illnesses and had some surgeries and basically is in a she's in a home where there's palliative care. And she, we, we, I got a chance to go by and see her last week and she's basically bedridden at yeah. this point, uh, has a whole bunch of health stuff for various, from various things. But Jim is, uh, you know, a member here who's very active and- Greets um, second service on Sunday morning. Greets second service and, and he is struggling, you know, with his, he had to make a home, decision to put his wife into a, a home. Which really broke his heart because he, he goes back to- you know, I made these vows to my wife for better, for worse. And he's in a spot where it's like, I, I don't have the ability to care for her the mm-hmm. way she needs to be cared for. And so he has to make this decision, but it, but it really breaks him up. And I think that's, that's a burden. I think that's a burden and a load, depending on the different pieces of that. Mm. As, as a body, you know, we share Jim's pain and his burden by going and visiting mm-hmm. Denise and, and praying with him and, and caring for him. But there are certain loads in the midst of that that, that he carries himself. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's good not just to have where one person makes all the decisions, where there is a group of people who gather together and and walk through this with him and help him parcel out some of that stuff in his life. What could it look like to come alongside and support both of them um, and, and specifically Jim with the burden aspect of it? Well, I, I think part of the burden, as I said, is caring enough for Denise that people would spend time going by and, and seeing her, even if she doesn't even realize you were there or remember that you were there. So, sometimes she's more lucid than others. And on Jim's side, I think it is, I mean, you don't every time you see him have to say, so how's it going? Because then he has to explain it every single time. But reminding him that you're praying for him and that means you do pray for him. I am here for you and check in on him and, and love on him. Jim, Jim is a very social guy. And I think it's really helpful when there are people around who show him they care enough about him to check in with him. And he, and he takes great joy and delight when people go by and see Denise. And when I was there, uh, it was last week as well. And, and about 20 minutes in, Tyler FaceTimed in. Tyler's her son. Mm-hmm. And they have a have a baby. So Denise has this grandbaby. And as soon as Tyler called in, I did not exist. <laughs> I was not even there. It was like, here's the grand- grandbaby. Central. Yeah, Tyler didn't exist. It was the baby. <laughs> but it, it's, it's, it's nice because there are different people who come in. And, and again, I think the last time that I went and saw her, I sat there and I watched an episode of Gunsmoke. And we hardly interacted because she wasn't very social that day, but I was there. And the time before that, it was, it was about Christmas. So I was asking her a bunch of Christmas things and things like that. And she responds sometimes and sometimes she doesn't. But really, it's, it's just being there and listening and spending time. And it doesn't mean that you can't leave after half an hour or 20 minutes. It's I'm there. I'm showing up. I want you to know I care. If she's lucid enough, I, I can pray with her. 
and you know, you just you just kind of keep that going, and I think that really helps both of them. You know, we've been talking about maybe doing some shut-in where someone takes like an iPad with a bit of the message or the the Sunday service in communion and pray with her and offer that as a a way for her to feel connected to the the church body she spent a lot of time with. Mm -hmm. I don't know the situation very much, but I maybe will say what you've described about um, helping uh, Denise. Yeah. uh, Visiting her. I think that's wonderful because it's part of the family. And what else would a family do? Kind of like you said, just be a friend to Jim, just being that, that family relationship more than just the immediate family, right? Because sometimes those dissolve or they're far apart these days, especially the church can be, that encouragement, that relational um, aspect of love to one another. I think making space for grief doesn't necessarily mean dwelling on it all the time, but it's allowing for it if it comes up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And maybe sometimes I think maybe people are doing something that's kind of fun and they're afraid to ask that person if they want to go. Well, give the person the ability to say no. Invite them if you're out doing something and they might want to do it with you. Living out in gospel community as a family uh, who works towards biblical accountability and restoration. Have we seen that kind of effective in, in one of our gospel communities or in our lives that, that we could point to and say, this was, this was done well. I've only visited still a couple of different gospel communities. Um, But in a couple of those instances, there were moments where members were sharing really um, emotional things and to watch and see how the rest of the gospel community responded to make space, to hold space, um, to allow them to be there. And then again, point them back towards the truth of the gospel and say, those lies that you're believing are not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what God says about you. I think I've seen it in good and bad ways, both, because there are... Th- people have certain personalities, right? And sometimes those personalities are everything's a burden (laughs) and they want everybody to help them every time something's going on. And because of the culture, I think we're in of intuitively wanting to feel people's pain as much as we can. No one says, Hey, you know what? You should buck up and carry that. So I have this guy in, in RGC who was, is still going through a very difficult time. And there are moments in that, that sometimes it's a burden. Uh, where there are, he needs a place to stay and you help and step in and take care of that. And there are other places in the midst of it where, you know what, you need to make a decision in this and to figure out what the next step is. And we can pray with you through that, but you need to do it. That That's not us doing it. And so you determine with somebody. And then I think you, you help hold them to that. I'm not going to make this decision for you. I'm going to allow you to make this decision. If something falls apart, you need help. I'm going to be there for you when that happens. But I think this is a load that God is calling you to carry. And you, maybe in your GCs, you could ask people, you know, what are things in your life right now? How would you determine? Is that a burden or a load? Some people act like everything is just a load and they don't want anybody's help when things are burdens and you need to come alongside and help them. So maybe helping people in the GC to determine different things in their life and then saying, well, this is a burden, this is a load, and then allowing the GC to actually speak into that and say, oh, well, you know, we see this as a burden. How can we help with that? We see that as a load. Stop asking us for help. Like my desire and need for cookies every week, I show up to a notes night. That's a load. And element you now. 
Hey, I did not ask for those. How about you, Michelle? What kind of burdens and loads you have in your GC? Yeah, honestly, I have like so many examples coming up. I'm not having that a hard kids time. Are burdens? <laughs> That's blessings. not what I heard. <laughs> I remember one of them when I visited shared about. Um, you know, they want the gospel to come to bear in some of those relationships and just how you guys were encouraging Hmm. um, them in being uh, bold at sharing. So in some sense, you're sharing the emotional burden, but you're also saying, no, this is your load to carry because it's your relationship. Hmm. And Hmm. we just want to say, keep going. You're doing the right thing. Yeah, that's great. Because I think sometimes you you think burdens and it's always got to be this, this sad, overwhelming thing. And maybe it is, it is a friendship and you relieve some of that burden by saying, we will develop the relationship with you with this person. I guess I wouldn't have thought of burden that way. I'm thinking a lot. I'm trying to remember. Maybe it was Cloud and Townsend. The boundaries he talks about, like mm-hmm. burdens and loads. And I think it characterizes it more as like overwhelming event or a crisis. Or It doesn't have to be this thing of I'm going to be in the pit of despair if it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It, it can really be a even a joyful thing of helping one another. And so maybe instead of always trying to think about it as catastrophic life event, think about it as having the gospel go forward. For our GC, uh, it's funny, we're all kind of in, for the most part, all in a similar uh, life stage with raising kids or supporting those who are. And um, so we're starting the support group which is a, is a need that we see and that includes uh, another family with six kids. And so our, our burden right now is um, we're trying to have this support group while also care for the kids as well. And I, I, we've had one meeting and we've had one get together and then we start our meetings at, at the end of this month. And I am very nervous on how to achieve both in a non complete chaotic way. So I'm freaking out a little bit about the burden of, and I think, I think it's load mostly, but I think that there's some elements that uh, maybe, yeah, could be carried by others if interested. Switching gears a little bit, Kevin, how, I don't know, not to give an update, like you're reporting, but like how, how are things going with high school and young adult? Is that a burden or a load? (laughs) (laughs) It's a load, given the title. No. (laughs) Um, Last Friday, um, we, just to try and uh, give an experimental test of what hopefully will be happening a little bit more next year, um, to eventually build more relational ministry opportunities uh, with Delta High School students, um, we just invited Delta over after their half day on Friday to come and hang out and have pizza and talk. And um, we had nine who just walked across the street and mm. for an unsponsored high school thing. Um, and most of them gave me cell phone contacts so that I can, they like, we like this. This is fun. Can mm. we um, come and hang out with you guys during the summer? So um, I was just very encouraged as were some of the other adults who were here. Um, and then I've been able to connect with, um, I don't know, maybe 14 different um, uh, church leaders across Santa Maria and the wider area um, who are all in the same, we want a young adults crowd. We have some people, but we don't have um, enough to like there's the critical mass is a little bit missing. And so last Friday night, um, I got to participate in, 
there were 65 college and young adult age people from many different churches who gathered together um, for our prayer and worship night. And then we had great dinner, tri-tip stuff provided, and um, some breakout sessions where I was able to speak about um, the gospel and mental health, kind of the interaction there. Um, but uh, it's just encouraging to see God providing um, opportunities and some uh, little bits of fruit already um, in relationship with people in high school and beyond. So if you are interested in going and seeing Denise or helping out uh, my DC with helping <laughs> kids, uh, reach out to me and I'll get you connected with Jim or, or information on Denise or, or whatever. And, and um, yeah, this week as you lead your group, be attentive to burdens, but also say, okay, this is a load. And how can we encourage you to carry this yourself? Not alone, because you have Jesus. Mm-hmm. Maybe the burden is helping to identify the loads. <laughs> well, and that's, a yeah, if you need help, you, you know, you can talk to us. And uh, we wish you also office hours on Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> Friday. All right, 40 minutes in. When you do it, it always sounds like a McDonald's commercial. It's because I do that sound. And your kids are like, (gasps) French fries? French fries? Happy meal? (laughs) 